return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 7.09 on The Mike Calter Show on a Monday morning. Your eye, Joe? Your whip back in your face? Well, the dog was on my floor, so... He's a dog whisperer. I don't know how he does it. Hey, if you were looking to buy windows and doors, why would you buy them from a kitchen and bath company? Weathertight Windows specializes in windows and doors. Replacement for your home, manufactured home, townhome, high-rise condo, commercial business. They'll put them in a clubhouse if they have to. Tree houses, they do it all. They're the number one replacement window and door company in all of Tampa Bay. And with supply chain issues down right now, you order your windows with no money down, no interest, and you don't pay until the day of installation. And they're helping the folks in Tampa Bay out right now during these times of inflation by offering rebates. A $100 rebate for every window you buy and a $200 rebate for every door panel you buy. And they provide a lifetime warranty. Your home is the largest investment that you'll make, so why trust replacing your windows and doors to anybody by a company that specializes in windows and doors and my man weathertight mike just go and check him out online at weathertightwindows.com that's weathertightwindows.com give weathertight mike a call tell me you heard about it on this show and give the man his cookies weathertightwindows.com you good joe i am all right good. i'll have to check on you every once in a while um I have to talk about this Cosby show. Has anybody watched this? We have to talk about Cosby on HBO. No. So last night uh, we were going to watch something, and I was like, we were talking about it. Uh, my son and my wife have never seen uh, The Usual Suspects. So oh, I yeah. said, all right, we got to watch that. That's a good but movie. I was flipping through, and I said, oh, that's uh, the Cosby thing. I have to watch it, but like all four parts are out now, so I will watch it. It, Galvin, it is better than you're expecting. Really? It to be. Yeah. Good. Because it tells you the story of Cosby, and then it tells you what real... I, I'm going to say something that sounds like I'm trying to be funny and shocking, but I'm not. After watching this show, I think that Bill Cosby may have more of an impact on African Americans than Martin Luther King did. Martin Luther King certainly uh, fought for equality and started a movement and all that, but the impact that the Cosby show oh, yeah. had on white people and black people was amazing. Nobody, they, they, I mean, you don't know this. You don't know this if you're not seeing it. If you're not black, you don't realize this when you're watching TV. Every show that you watch in the 80s that had black characters on it were characters. They were, they were uh, the neighbor, the funny um, uh, janitor. There was somebody like that. Or any show that was based on black people was poor black people. Right. They were living in the ghetto, trying to get Good out. Times. It's okay. We, yeah, we still have each other. We'll get out of the ghetto one day. It really was uh, horrible for portraying what life was like for some black people because there were some poor white people and there were some rich white people and there were some poor black people and some rich black people, but they never put the rich black people on TV. And Bill Cosby bringing the Cosby's, I mean, even his first show, even the Fat Albert were poor kids, you know, Mm -hmm. but him bringing on the Cosby show and Dr. Huxtable and the family that lived in New York in a brownstone with a married family that had kids that went to college and their parents went to and college. she was a lawyer, a right? Job. She was a lawyer. Yeah. He was a doctor. Uh, they just they they showed a side of black families that was never shown on TV before, and black people had a huge sense of pride. And then on top of that, the show itself... Not only were the stars black, but they hired black directors and black casting directors and black producers, and it really became 
uh, a staple in Hollywood. It started trends for other things. And then they went on to a different world, which then showed college life of black kids, which you never saw anyway. You didn't even know black kids went to college back then. So it really, I think, had a bigger impact on the way that black people, uh, the pride that they had in themselves and the way they, you know, just from being able to see it on TV. You know, they always say, uh, you know, when when you when they make like an Encanto or something, they people love it because the kids identify. They see, you know, Hispanic girls will see somebody like them uh, on the on TV. And uh, you know we don't realize that because all of TV has been geared to us our whole our whole lives, the whole almost the whole history of television. So anyway, that's a big that's a big deal because now the guy who did this and the guy who put all this pride into African Americans is a serial rapist and a horrible monster who is drugging and raping these girls, mostly young girls, and it is it is really. I mean, it, all these people have to go on TV, and they were like, yeah, this was our hero. He did so much for uh, black people, and now we have to deal with this. He's also happened to be a horrible person on top of that. And it was it was really uh, interesting to watch because you don't, being white or watching that, you're not really watching it from that perspective. You're watching it from he's funny and he'd be cool and he'd be a fun dad to have, but you're not you're not getting everything out of it that they were showing. So on top of that now, you have... The you know, of course Hannibal Burris was the one who opened his mouth on stage and actually show you that show. He says you he said it and then at the end he goes you, you think it's a joke it's not you go home and you Google Bill Cosby rapist and more returns will come up than if you Google Hannibal Burris. And uh, then one woman came forward and and went after him. And then the other women started realizing not that they weren't the only ones that that they were like there were others there was other people out there he's done this other people, and that's when they started coming out of the woodwork because in the beginning of this when Faze on Love said to us that Bill Cosby was being set up and somebody was trying to bring him down I thought well where were all these women all these years how come they all came out now, and that was it because they were keeping it they were they were suppressing it they, they were worried about um then they then they bring you through the whole thing of what happens when a woman comes out and says that she was she was raped well then it's well what were you wearing what were you drinking why did you go back to his house they try to make you feel awful and you're almost better why off why did just, it take so long for you to tell right, us yeah. Right. yeah all that stuff a lot of times i also think they're the only one well that was the big problem with cosby once it, once the women started seeing that there were other women and janice dickinson went on tv and talked about it and other people and they were like holy cow then they all started coming forward, and then seven women sued Cosby, and then there were a bunch of Jane Doe's, and then Gloria Allred got involved, and it became a big deal. And uh, each woman in this thing tells their side of the story, and they're all the same. He was drugging women. He was inviting them over and giving them drinks. They would take the drink, and then next thing you know it, they were knocked out. And... Then they go back and they play all these clips of him talking about it. He was on Larry King's show, and he's like, you take a little drop and you put it in the drink, and the women next thing you know, they're all over you. And and he was laying it out for everybody, and he also did it in his stand-up act. And then then they ha- they in- they talked to all these people. One of the people they talked to, Galvin, is Godfrey. Mm-hmm. Our friend Godfrey was a comedian. because Does a God- great Cosby, by the way. Does a great Cosby. Yeah. You know why? Because he was the uh, warm-up comedian for the Cosby show. Oh yeah, yeah, and and they also had uh, Dougie Doug. Remember Dougie Doug was sure, on the yeah. next Cosby show, and Dougie Doug is like at the end of it, he's like, I love Bill Cosby. He's like, I love Mr. Cosby. I love everything he taught me. I love this and everything. He goes, but that's the thing. I'm not saying it's not true, and I don't, I, you know, I I understand it all. He goes, but I still love the man for what he was to me and what I know him as, you know. And I think that's the hard thing. People, even Seinfeld was on it. Seinfeld was on. They show a clip of him on Stephen Colbert's show. 
and Stephen Colbert says he he can't listen to Cosby anymore and can't find his comedy funny. And Seinfeld says, "Really?" And he goes, "Really? You can't even he and and they talk about can you separate the comedy or the art from the artist? Right. The comedy from the comedian. Can you can you watch it and still think it's funny? Like I, I'm telling you right now, uh, Carmen, you know this. When we play our Kelly song, I don't care what he did. Oh, you're, not, yeah. you're, not, mm-hmm. right. you're not not playing the R. Kelly yeah. song. But still, I will tell you time. that still, anytime I watch Seinfeld, I'm waiting for Kramer to yell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm serious yeah. though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every time I see him now, I go, oh man, when he did that, that was crazy. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's very interesting. Uh, they have a lot of the victims on there. The victims tell their stories. Uh, they also go into into in depth about filming on the Cosby Show and how his door, his dressing room's door was always open. He had it always open. He was in there. It was open. It was open. And then every once in a while, they'd save a row in the uh, Cosby Show audience, and then that row would be filled with young, aspiring actresses, mm-hmm. and then they would go meet him in his, and that was the only time that his d- door was closed. And he would mentor these girls, mm-hmm. and he would uh, have Just them come. Just girls. Just girls. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. And and some of them he got roles on the show. Some of them he, uh, you know, he'd, he'd get rid of them before they became a problem. And all these girls that went there and went with him were, whether he was meeting them in Vegas while he was doing stand-up or whatever, he was drugging and raping them. And another common thing that they had uh, was that nobody on the show recalled ever meeting his wife, Camille. Saw her once, saw her twice, saw her at a Christmas party, and she was never around. He was a known philanderer. But no one really realized that he was raping these girls. Did they uh, talk to uh, Lisa Bonet? Did she speak on camera? No, no. So nobody from no main cast members were speaking. But there were a lot of extras that you recognized. Mm-hmm. That Dougie Doug guy was the most, um, you know, Part most of the show, closest, yeah. uh, closest to a cast member. Yeah. Right. Um, but a lot of them were extras. And then they show you. They'll tell you the story. This girl was like, I was a model, and I met Bill Cosby on an audition, and he talked to me, and he took great interest in me and took me in his dressing room and told me he wanted to do this, and then fooled me out and was calling me at home, met my mother, met my boyfriend, really, like, you know, took me in. And then she goes, now I realize he was drugging me and raping me. Oh, man. Yeah, but prior, I'm not to laughing that, at it. prior to that, you're thinking he is Dr. Huxtable type, right. yeah, yeah. where he's very friendly. And, I mean, hey, that's a huge leg up in your career to yeah. have Bill Cosby on your side, you know. And also, but and the crazy thing is, a lot of, because, you know, a lot of actresses, young actresses trying to make it, they would have slept with him anyway. Yeah. They, he didn't need yeah, to probably. drug all of them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But he yeah, like that was right. just part of his MO. He right? liked it. Yeah. yeah. Which is I crazy. Would think, I would also think that if you're on the show or working on the show, it's so successful, nobody wants to do anything that's going to bring that part right. down. You know? Especially NBC. Yeah. NBC had a new show with Cosby planned to come out uh, you know, a couple of years ago. And they canceled it. And they canceled it, and they said, um, uh, you know, afterwards, why did they cancel it? Did you go forward with the show knowing that there were allegations? And they said, we knew that there were allegations, and we were willing to go forward with it, uh, but we were unaware that there were 50 or 60 allegations at the time. And then they start questioning, so one or two allegations of rape is okay, okay right, but yeah. 50 or 60 <laughs> is not? Right. Here's, here's the creepiest thing that... Um, I don't even know if, if you guys realize 
that they teach you in the show uh, to show you, because Carmen, or I think one of you guys said it, is that Bill Cosby could have been banging almost anybody he wanted to. He was one of yeah. the most famous mm-hmm. people in the world. He was super rich. He can get any girl, but he had a thing that he liked to do. He had young girls, and he liked to drug them, and he liked to have sex with them while they were unconscious. That's what he was into. Which is crazy, because like you said, the one girl, she was, you know, he probably did it a few times, and she didn't even realize it. Well, one of the girls started saying no to him because she realized what was happening, and then he immediately gave her the job. Uh, he wrote her into the show. And then she was like, oh, okay, well, hold on a second. Right, he, right. He just yeah. threw her off. He didn't say, hey, if you do this, I'll put you in the show. He just all of a sudden gave her the role. So now you're like, oh, well, now I'm in the show. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to rock the boat. So he was a real son of a bitch of a manipulator, you know? So anyway, uh, this is the creepy thing, okay, is where you guys said that, um, you know, that he could have had any girl in a Look at the parallels of what he created with Cliff Huxtable. What did Cliff Huxtable do for a living? He was uh, a gynecologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a gynecologist. He could have been anything. Could have been a dentist. He was a gynecologist. Where was his office? In his house, in his basement. Yeah. He was a gynecologist who had women come over his house so he could examine oh, them wow. in his basement. How they I were never like, even thought of Dr. Huxtable could have been any doctor could have been. Most of them thought he was a pediatrician because he was always delivering babies. So uh, he could have been a pediatrician, yeah. and he could have been a lot of the women, not a lot, but a couple of the women that he had were raping played um, pregnant mothers on the show as his patients. It doesn't oh change the storyline at all if he's no. anything else. No. Yeah. Isn't that uh, absolutely awful? I, I have to tell you, it. Uh, there's... One of the things that taught me is I'm very much a, uh, well, let's hear all the details. Let's be fair to everywhere. You know, innocent until proven guilty. But um, they showed a lot of uh, cases. Most of them are Senate confirmation hearings and, uh, you know, some sort of uh, uh, judge, you know, somebody up for Supreme Court or whatever. They show all those hearings. And there's people who accuse people of other things. And, and I am always the first one to go, oh, why did they wait so long? Why did they do this? And I... And I do that because, uh, in in fairness, to in fairness to the uh, person being accused, that they should be innocent until proven guilty, and then you have to look at all the facts. But if you're a woman and you've been through a sexual abuse like that, you you really have to think: Is it worth it coming forward? Because I have to go through all of that. And these poor women, uh, the sense of victory that they got when he was taken away to jail. And then having it yanked away from them, yeah, that he's Just free right now. He's released on yeah. a technicality. Yeah, he didn't get. You know, one of the things they point out is he didn't get released because he. They found out that he was innocent, or that he was less than they thought. He got released on a technicality. He's mm-hmm. a convicted rapist, raping multiple women, who is now a free man because of uh, some screw up that happened in the judicial. Got a really good lawyer. Yeah. Oh man, boy, does that matter? R. Kelly's yeah, got really him now. Does. Yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah. It's that's true. R. Kelly hired uh, Cosby's lawyers. Uh, I, it's called. Uh, we have to talk about Cosby. It's on. I think HBO. I keep saying HBO. Showtime. Showtime. Sorry, everything is HBO. Like everything is a text to no. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would watch it. It's I think only four episodes, but it is absolutely amazing. And you learn a lot more than you do just about Bill Cosby. You learn a lot about culture and a lot about uh, how different people see things differently. And it's really very interesting. And also incredibly sad yeah. and uh, they have one of the women women that were a victim was on there with her husband and he was very helpful and with her dealing with it and coming through with it but uh, I also would want to kill Bill Cosby oh my god yeah. yeah and the crazy thing is his wife standing by him oh 100% yeah. like yeah. she's not leaving him or anything but I mean they've been married for so long but that- it's kind of like you Carmen you've been here so long <laughs> 
we tase you, <laughs> read you get a butthole tattoo, and you're like, those guys are awesome. <laughs> no, no. Well, you're not you leaving. guys are awful. Yeah, yeah, you, didn't, you didn't quit, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, we no. got you. Yeah. We got you. We love you. You'll stand by us. Uh, no interview with Phase on Love? No interview with Phase on Love or anybody else that said they didn't believe it. I oh, think, really? Yeah, Phase on Love was in it pretty early and, you know, stuck by his guns. But I don't. I wonder now how he feels. Well, remember whenever this came out that he uh, called uh, that uh, WK... Camu Bell? Yeah, yeah. He called him, yeah, the house blank, you know. Yeah, oh, that's right. All that's that right. Stuff. I remember we talked about the... the well, you know what? Um, that guy was a fan of Cosby's as well. Uh, were, you know, most of the people that were in, involved in the documentary... Kamu Bell said he almost quit doing it like four times during the thing. He's like, it's it's stressful and it's shocking and it's it's hard to listen to. But that's what was his Godfrey duty. saying? Did he feel oh, like Godfrey was? Godfrey viewed a lot of the stuff that he didn't realize what he was seeing. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, I know Godfrey's because Godfrey's Cause very he much saw some of the girls like go into the room. Well, that's why I want to know because he's it's, a warm up. I know? mean, Carmen, you would know if you have like a construct about somebody. It's very hard to see the right. red flags yeah. once you right. If Wait, somebody, why you love it? me so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Telling you I was a bad yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I know you're awful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. I was wow. talking in Spanish. Not yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Carmen. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it was Godfrey was pretty honest. Godfrey's like, I don't care that he was cheating. I cheated. He's like, I, I you know, I got popular. Started, started getting a lot of girls. He's like, I don't care if you cheated. That's between you and whoever you're dating at the time. He's like, but raping is a different story. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, this guy, and he, and he very much does not care for him now. Yeah. Like, he was very honest about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to watch. If you grew up with Cosby, it really is, but it is definitely worth worth seeing. And certainly, I, I mean, you know, people see OJ now, and they run around taking pictures with him downtown. They're like, hey, Juice, let's get a picture of you. I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you, he was found innocent, but a lot of people think that he was guilty. And so, what do you do? Do you go by what the courts found, or do you go by what your gut tells you, and you go take a picture with OJ? You know, yeah. which is so crazy. It. Which is so crazy because you think about it. I think it's a meme or whatever. But still, if you know, back in the '80s, somebody told you about Bill Cosby, uh, Bruce Jenner, OJ uh, oh Simpson, like all these things, you'd be like, "What? No yeah. way! Yeah. No way uh, is any of that stuff going to happen?" <laughs> you know. Even with almost a decapitation involved and multiple rapes, Bruce Jenner is still more shocking than me. <laughs> yeah. You know that when I, was, when I was a kid, I was a Cub Scout, and we got this little Cub Scout magazine, and on the back was a uh, thing that Bruce Jenner said he was a Cub Scout, and he did all this stuff, and he was a decathlon winner. And uh, and a presentation, I gave my presentation as Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. I had to, we had to pick a character and pick a... And I was Bruce Jenner, and it was... Um, I think about that now, and I'm like, <laughs> that's the most shocking thing ever. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to comprehend. I don't care about it. I'm not mad at it. It's just, it's just a weird mind f, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, on a related note, our friend Viv. Mm-hmm. Uh, condolences to Viv. Her mom passed away. Aww. Yeah, Sorry, Viv. I know. Uh, I haven't. We haven't heard Sad. from Viv in some time, but I know Viv and her mom were very close. And Viv uh, used to tell us that her mom knew that Viv was different at a young age and was very supportive, and that's why she was able to have the life that she that she has. So mm-hmm. our condolences to Viv, even though we haven't talked to her in a long time. We like Viv a lot. So, uh, Galvin, yeah. sorry I got long-winded on Cosby. I mostly want to annoy that guy that waits for news. <laughs> uh, let's get into news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have? 
your news today, Galvin. Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. This month is Heart Month, so Pelt Shoes is partnering with the American Heart Association to help spread awareness for heart, atta- heart attack or stroke signs. Uh, and they want you to lead a health- healthy, active lifestyle. Uh, to help with that, they're giving you different tips. Uh, this week's tip, make sure you wear athletic socks when you're trying on your shoes because the thickness of the socks are a factor in sizing. Uh, you know, you don't want to go in with uh, dress socks and try mm-hmm. and try on athletic shoes or anything. By the way, also in this, they said to... <laughs> I was going to say it. Go ahead. They said to uh, w- put on the shoes and walk around in the store, walk or run around in the store for 10 minutes. Oh, oh man. That's a I don't long think, time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they want you in there running for 10 is minutes. He, is he buying them? I don't know. He's wearing them for eight minutes. Right? I'm at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I got two and a half more minutes. Just hang on. I'm trying them out. I'm probably going to buy them. Probably going to buy them. Uh, all month long, Pelt Shoes, all the locations are going to be accepting donations to the American Heart Association. For every donation made, Pelt will give you a coupon for 20% off a future purchase of any regular priced item in store. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Pelt's also said, 50 mm-hmm. years old and fat, don't play basketball in Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says yeah. in the fine print. They actually put that on one of the buildings. It's right mm-hmm. up on the <laughs> top there. Uh, President Joe Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin have agreed in principle to a summit to discuss the situation in Ukraine, but only as long as Russia does not invade its neighbor. The development seemed uh, to throw into question the timing of Russia's widely expected invasion of Ukraine. Three sources, including two White House officials, said a final decision on such a summit would be made only after further talks with our Secretary of State and the Russian Foreign Minister. Russia is making us their bitches... Because Vladimir Putin is not afraid of Joe Biden whatsoever. At all. He is manipulating our government because Joe Biden has no testicles. Yeah. Uh, Putin is over there doing the two for flinching. He's like, what? Yeah, what? For real. what? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> what? Here it comes. He's uh, a real one. And if Biden's smart, he'd be like, don't make me get that, don't make me get that Trump back in here. Because all <laughs> yeah. I have to do is say Trump and everybody's going to be like, yep, bring him back. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I don't care what garish prices are. I have an electric car and I have money. But when I saw the gas was $3.69 a gallon, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And it's only it's going up. Ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. only going up. Yeah. And uh, any, and you look at the market, you look at the stocks right now, everybody's like, don't know what to do. They're all frozen. Everything's taking a dive. This is not a good time right now. Mm-mm. Everybody's like, uh, you like Trump as president because you're making a little money in your 401k. Yeah. Look at my 401k now. It yeah. really misses Trump a lot. But it wasn't just you. It was the average person was yeah. making five yeah. grand more during Trump's presidency than right now. And before him also. No. So. Uh, look, I don't. I'm, I, would, I prefer to live in a better world. We are not in that better world. But, okay, I love, I agree with you, and I'm not even anti-socialism on some things, but the problem is none of the leaders are going to give us what we want. They just take our money and then pretend they're going to do awesome what stuff. What for then, socialism are you for? Uh, I'm, I'm all for universal health care, and so I also I. think there should be a universal sales tax. I'm, all, I'm for universal health care. I'm for even some sort of college tuition program. That uh, is a trade. Maybe you, if you, we get two year degree, but you have to do two years of voluntary service or something along Maybe. those lines. I just don't. I want 
less government involved in my daily life, so I would like to remove them. I would like to see more funding By becoming for a socialist? colleges. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm only They're going to do everything. For certain, for certain things, yeah. But, you know, the problem is, is like you were saying, the, the leaders don't do what they say they're going to do. They take all their money. They just give it to corporations, and then mm. we're stuck. We have now a guy in office who said he was going to do all these great things, mm. and he hasn't done hey, it. Yeah, but that's super. every president yeah, every ever. For, yeah, that's uh, how it's always, always been. This is been. nothing new. Yeah, always I, I'm going not to saying it is. No, no, I know, but also, even if we went to some sort of uh, system of uh, council leaders or something where we had, you know, five leaders or something instead of one president, yeah. then you just have five that are tricking you. I you totally, know what I mean? I totally <laughs> agree, yeah. 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 Uh, like, like a wise woman once said, follow the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Follow the money. Uh, yep. Follow the money. Follow, Follow it. The money. Uh, so Ottawa police attempted to clear out the remaining Freedom Convoy demonstrators on Sunday, ending a 24-day occupation of the city center to protest COVID-19 vaccine mandates. At least two people were arrested as police moved into logistic, uh, the logistics camp and removed the last vehicles occupying the area. The convoy of trucks had caused traffic backups in the city for weeks. A total of 191 protesters were arrested and 57 vehicles were towed uh, since the police began forcefully removing them on Friday. Mm-hmm. I watched that on Friday. It was breaking while we were driving. I, you were showing the video, weren't you? Uh, Some of his Pete. Pete was showing the video as it was breaking. I couldn't understand. There was light there. I was like, this isn't there. But then I went home and watched it on TV, and uh, they were gassing them and the whole deal. That's yeah. going to get crazy because... Uh, that's going to start happening. And, you know, don't think they're not watching it here to see how it ends there, to see what's going on here. Well, Fox is already reporting that they have started a Freedom Convoy. We're just not really hearing about it. Mm-hmm. So stock up on some items. Oh, oh, peanut butter. Okay. Yeah. oh, man, get hash your hash. Yeah. Get to, oh, I love the hash browns. Uh, Glenn Maxwell's family have said they are, quote, scared for her safety after Jeffrey Epstein's French modeling agent pimp uh friend jean-luc brunel who allegedly uh, procured more than a thousand women and girls for the pedophile financier uh to sleep with died in alleged prison suicide whoops yep prosecutors in paris confirmed brunel who is not to believe to have been on suicide watch was found hanging in his cell it comes days after prince andrew uh, agreed to settle virginia roberts lawsuit accusing him of sex abuse after they met allegedly through epstein and maxwell in the settlement there was no admission of liability by andrew who was also has also uh, denied the specific allegations uh roberts accused brunel 76 of procuring more than a thousand women and girls for Epstein to sleep with, and he was awaiting his trial in France for raping minors. By the way, guess what? No, the CCTV was not working at the time. CCTV was not working, and they missed one one check-in. And that's when he got I mean, listen, we know what's going on. How long do we stand for it? It's crazy. Because what can we do? What do you do? That's the question. You got to prove it. Yeah. But, I mean, what could we as average citizens do? Protest? Stop. Protest what? I I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? The answer is nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you like the only the only glimmer of hope was at the beginning of the pandemic when nobody was buying anything. That's like our only real power because that's how they keep all their money. Yeah. Once you stop buying stuff, they, yeah. They don't how long use. can you go without that's, buying stuff? I, I totally agree with you. You you can't. Oh, so. this guy can go. This guy. You know what I did yesterday? Oh. I planted <laughs> two hundred and seventy plants. Wow. Yeah. Tomatoes, cucumbers. Where? And, yeah, corn. And Joe peed on them this morning. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, they. Uh, by the way, can I? In all seriousness, my daughter wanted to start a little garden, but so I'm like, okay. 
So to me, same thing when I wanted to get a tortoise, I have to spend the next 24 hours learning everything yeah. that there is about <laughs> it in order to do it. So I watched every video on, on YouTube, read every online article. So do you know that you... So we went to Target and we bought potting soil and pots and all this stuff, and you don't do that. Did you know that? Like I you can't not. just put seeds in in the in the pot. Yeah, because what? seeds need to be sown. Got to ger- germinate them. You got to germinate them, Joe. Yeah, Joe knows. <laughs> so I had to go and buy the little trays, and then you had to germinate the seeds in those. And then when they grow in about three weeks to little plants, then you remove them and you replant them in the ground that way. Okay. And I learned about tomatoes, where to cut the vines and where to put it in. The tomatoes got to go further down because they need the deep root. I learned so do you everything have, there is. Do you have an area that has, like, actual good soil? So, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I actually, Galvin, because I learned it. Because I was going to say, yeah, if you try and plant stuff in no, your backyard, it's just going to die. Like, yeah. Yeah. You had to. I am uh, currently getting my soil uh, together with potting soil and uh, soil with nitrogen in it because those plants need nitrogen, so they need some uh, eggshells in there and a couple other things in order to get the soil ready. Dog poop. Yeah. I mean, they say old horse manure is the best way to go. My dog poop stinks too much for me to even put it anywhere near anything <laughs> I'm ever going to eat. Um, but anyway, so uh, that is that is what we're doing now, and I'm going to plant them, and I have to plant them in planters inside the screen because the deers will just eat them all. I was going to say, I did that at my house. My daughters wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. And they had, like, so we had some tomatoes and some other, th- some peppers. Yeah. And the deer came up and ate them all. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. why I got to put them on Even the inside. Even before there were the vegetables, like, they just eat the plants. Right. Yeah. Right. So we can do that. Um, so, but yeah, so I planted all that stuff yesterday. And, you know, about halfway through the planting, my daughter's like, I'm going to take a break and get on her iPad. I'm like, cool, because now I'm the farmer. Yep. Yeah. This is all your idea, but now Farmer Mike's over here germinating seeds. Yeah, good luck weeding all that and doing all this stuff. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, but I, look, I, I'm I'm already starting. I'm already yeah. in it. And uh, I can tell I, we're you. We're going to gr- can next. Oh. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Uh, growing up in Illinois, we could just plant right there in the ground because yeah. it was just good ground, good soil and stuff. So my dad and I, every year, would we had a garden. It was probably, I want to say, maybe uh, 30 by 30 in our backyard. Okay. And uh, we would plant, like, green peppers, zucchini, tomato, onions, all that type of stuff. And then every year we would try something different. We did watermelon one year. Yep. We did, uh, uh, what else did we do? I got Radishes. We did Ooh. some radishes. I'm doing uh, romaine lettuce. Yeah. Because hopefully I can start feeding Ralphie yeah, from my own nice. garden. Sure. And we are also doing onions, Calvin. Are oh, you doing uh, any herbs? Uh, not yet. I will. Okay. This is just, this is just the... Uh, Tomatoes and the vegetables and stuff, but it's herbs are next. Yeah, herbs are next. Okay. I need a little buzz. Be careful with giving him any of the greens. Make sure you look before you give him, like, any of the tomato vines or anything like that. As I know, like, turnips, like, their, yeah. uh, their greens are, are poisonous. Yeah, no, no. Know. He just gets lettuce. Yeah. You know, we don't mess around with that stuff. Well, you know, I mean, um, I would, you guys refer to me a Farmer Mike. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One step living, closer to living off the grid. Hell, yeah. Uh, this is pretty crazy. The sister of infamous Ponzi schemer Bernie Madoff and her husband have been found dead in an apparent murder-suicide. I don't believe this either. No. Yeah, right? Uh, deputies who responded to a 911 call found 87-year-old Sandra Weiner and her 90-year-old <laughs> husband, Marvin, how old are you guys, dead from gunshot wounds in their Boynton Beach, Florida home on Thursday. Uh, detectives from the Violent Crime Division arrived on scene to investigate. After further investigation, it appears to be a murder-suicide. He was 90 years old. Yeah. yeah. 90 years old. He couldn't just wait another couple of weeks? Uh, secret. If you don't want secrets to come out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, I don't trust any murder suicide. Me somebody, either. somebody in that situation was like, "Not me. I didn't want to do this." Right. You know? you know, you'll never know now. Yeah. Like which it. which part are you? Were you yeah. the murder or the suicide? Yeah. yeah. That's the uh, one. Like you said, one of them was like, well, no, they, didn't want to they do can it. tell because of who has the gun last. Mm. Yeah, but uh, like if I if I'm doing a murder suicide and I shoot my wife and then I go, "Ooh, I don't like the way that looks." I'm out now. Yeah. Now I'm just murdered. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just murder. Yeah. No, I'm, mm, mm. I mean, if you're 90, you're just kind of waiting around to check out anyways. Right. So yeah, why not take it into your own hands? A couple months left? Yeah. Let me go. Jesus Christ, my dad just turned 90. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not every 90-year-old's yeah, running I mean, marathon. You know, Some people have a lot, a lot to live for. <laughs> take it easy over there. Uh, happy President's Day. Yay. Do you think no. <laughs> you would be a good president? No. Yes. Yes. No. According to a new poll, 43% of Americans think they can do a better job being president than the average historical president. Uh, that being said, the majority of people say if they were offered the job for one day, they would not take it. Oh, I would take it, but I don't know I'd be good. I think if you if I sat down and I go, okay, explain this to me. So what about this? And then this is where if we do this, we're going to close an orphanage, but the guys from the, from the drug company make more money. Well, no, leave the orphanage open. Forget like, I feel like I'd be... Good at that. Like, Bobby says I'm good at making decisions because I'm heartless. Like, he's like, you don't take anybody's feelings into consideration. Like, you do, but it doesn't stop you from making a decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then, they, you know, they say, we'll close the orphanage or these guys make more money. You go, oh, well, then just leave the orphanage open. And then they go, yeah, but the problem with that is then the economy collapses collapses because these guys are making all the yeah. money. And that's what makes everything go around. These orphanages, orphans aren't doing anything to right, help but anybody. That's where I'm good. I'll go, okay, well, then screw the orphans. I'm fine with them. Well, what do you mean? the kid? Well, what do you want? Do you want the whole world to collapse? The orphans, the orphans go. You know, like, I'm good at making those decisions. Yeah, yeah the but then the, orphans, then the orphans are on your front yard. It, it looks like a miserable... <laughs> Existence. And right. you see, every single president ages. Yeah, like twenty Instantly, years. Yeah, Instantly, I don't. Half the country hates you I no think, matter what. I think they do that on purpose because you make so much money as the president that they don't want you to look too good when you get out of office. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we just I, you don't really here. make the money as president. You make the money yeah, after yeah. being president. As president, but I'm sure what all the lobbyists and all them that are funneling money into their accounts, they're making. They're making good money. Even I, Trump said, he's like, before I became president, nobody hated me. Yeah. He goes, now, yeah, like, half the world hates me for some reason. If I it, I think they become gray in the hair because of the shocking things that they learn right oh, away. The not the just stress. aliens, but they just go, by the way, this is a whole matrix. We're not even in this. Oh, Here's yeah. a real world. I and they go, Ugh. Uh, A couple things. One, I don't think there's uh, too many cut and dry yes or no answers that the president can right. give. You know yeah, what I mean? I because if you say yes, then this, this, this. If you say no, then this, this, this. You know what I mean? So it's got to be a difficult decision. Also, back to the gas prices, I don't care how many times I see it. I laugh every time I see a sticker that Joe Biden says, <laughs> I did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and people rip it off. Oh, you don't make fun of my president. <laughs> I don't care either way. I'm just laughing. Yeah. And while I fill up my tank, put five <laughs> gallons in because it's $48 a gallon. <laughs> uh, listen to this. So, you know, we hate billionaires. We hate millionaires. No longer do we care about people who, you know, made themselves uh, a millionaire or billionaire by doing their own thing. Now we hate people who are tipping, apparently. A guy posted a TikTok about how he tipped the waiter 200% at an Olive Garden on Valentine's Day. This guy, oh, listen, this guy's I'm already on his side. He's at Olive Garden for Valentine's Day. He's a good guy. Yep. 200%. So the bill was $46, and he tipped $92. 
But now he's getting backlash online. People saying that it was uh, pet, pa- patronizing, uh, or patronizing, sorry, and self-aggrandizing to hype his own good deed. <laughs> uh, but he Everyone says he has no regret. That. Yeah, it's, the humble brag. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's contagious, too. You know what I mean? You, you show that you did something like that. You, you are kind of showing off a little, but you're inspiring other people okay, to do it. You're absolutely showing off a little bit. But how is it patronizing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at people. Like I saw, I saw a woman, a TikTok of a woman in, in Waffle House, that tipped the girl two hundred dollars, and she started crying. And I thought, oh, oh I want to do nice. that. I'm gonna right. do like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, but I also, I guarantee the waiter or waitress did, didn't feel bad about this. They didn't care. Yeah. Right? right. They yeah. felt good. Yeah. They they were happy about it. I did the thing where the uh, uh, you let Siri pick a number between one and whatever the bill is. And I put that on my uh, Instagram, and it was fine. You know, I wound up being, I don't know, I tipped the guy like uh, 74 to, what? I just was going to say, oh, like patronizing, misogyny. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm the worst. The guy's right. happy. But it's ridiculous. Also, sometimes people are fishing for compliments. But, but they, they, put, they put something yeah. out there because they yeah. want you to tell them how great they are for doing this. Yeah. Oh, I, this person, I, I saw so somebody great. do it, and I thought it was a great idea. And it would have been funny if, it, if Siri would have said three. <laughs> of course, oh, well. I still would have tipped the yeah. guy. But, you know, yeah. I just thought it was a funny, great idea. And I asked the guy, I go, do you want to try this? And he was like, yeah, I'll try it. Uh, people yeah. just like to be angry. I saw a video of a woman. I don't know if she was standing in front of parliament or, or somewhere. Maybe it was university. But she was saying how if you eat meat, you're misogynist. Yeah. And then she went on this whole thing about how huh. eating meat equal, equalizes it to a misogyny. I was like, I don't even. I can't understand people anymore. Now, look, you go do what you want with your money and tell whoever you want about it. It's your money. If you're making people happy and and by doing something like that, you can go. And it's worth it for you to share that story to make you feel good and let other people know that you're a good person. These are are the same people that are trying to tell you not to put pineapple on your pizza. (laughs) Eat your own pizza. Listen to anybody. But also, this is the one thing that I have a problem with, especially when you put the person like the server or someone on your video, like when people go, like, give stuff to homeless people. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I don't like that only because the people are like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to take it, and I appreciate it. But that's also embarrassing. Right. Sometimes, like, there's a... I'm helping this skeevy homeless person. Right. There is a line to what you do share. Like, this guy, he just shared what he did, and he he didn't put the server on. That's completely Yeah, but I would imagine a lot of people who are doing anything like that are asking the people before they do it, is it okay if I video you if we do this? I mean, not really, because if you have, if you want, like, an honest reaction, and you give someone, like, a $200 tip, like Mike said, like, that girl from... House, yeah. you want to get their actual or reaction. ask her afterwards. Is it okay when yeah. we put this we video up? It. Yeah, but you've already filmed it, and then you gave her two hundred dollars. So oh, can we just obligated. do it, Carmen? You can do a good deed without <laughs> videotaping yeah. it. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. That guy is super insecure, and he wants people to tell them, you know, reassure him how wonderful a person you are. Listen, this guy's not insecure. He took his girl to for Valentine's to Olive Garden. He knows what's up. He is a good guy. You're so great. So you're such an amazing person. Yeah, way to go. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida is setting up strategically placed sensors to find out where the bad smells are coming from. Uh, Have you checked your residence? (laughs) Jacksonville stinks. Uh, Here is Environmental Quality Division Chief Melissa Long talking about what the plan is to find the smell. Ooh, that smell. We have, at least based on the complaints, believe that some of the odor may be coming from pinene and styrene in the area, but we don't know what we don't know. And so that's what these sensors are going to help us to see if there's maybe an unknown source or maybe there's 
a couple of sources masking others. Maybe check where the uh, Jaguars play. Smell coming from there. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Uh, I have a hot or not for you guys. It's a local one, too. So St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg police arrested a woman who they said cursed and exposed herself uh, to a police officer near Williams Park. Yeah. An affidavit <laughs> said that Deborah Liebrock, who is 58 years old, approached the officer Thursday morning while she, the officer, sat in a parked cruiser at 4th Street. The officer said Liebrock was upset that she was trespassed from Williams Park and was yelling and cursing at her. The officer told LeBrock to stop yelling and to walk away from the park. Uh, LeBrock responded by lifting her dress and exposing herself indecently to the officer. This was done as traffic and pedestrians were going by. LeBrock was arrested and booked on a charge of exposure of sexual organs. Mm. 58 years old, hanging out by the park, St. Petersburg. Uh, She's showing her goodies to the female officer and everybody else who's driving by. Mike Kelta, hot or not? I find that women showing their goodies in protest and anger are usually not good looking. I will say not hot. You say not hot. Not hot. All right. Gio, what do you think? I don't think they should be called goodies, not hot. Not hot. <laughs> They're baddies. They're baddies. Uh, Spanish, what do you got? Oh, I'm saying she's hot. You're saying she's hot. 58, oh, yeah. St. Pete, showing her stuff. She's yeah. hot. Uh, Carmen, what do you think? 58, her name is Deb. Not hot. Oh, <laughs> no hot Debras in the world? I mean, <laughs> uh, Spanish is on an island. He says hot. The rest of you guys say not hot. Pap, pap. Please show the picture. Mm-hmm. That's oh, not hot. That is no. not hot. Now you have to date yourself. Owen! Not a good looking woman. Take she's a look a, at these. She looks like uh, she's 70. Yeah. <laughs> she she looks like she's deflated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 And for that reason, I'm up. <laughs> Spanish. Yes. You love Lord of the Rings? I do. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Sean Astin. Yep. Billy Boyd. Oh. Dominic Monaghan. Mm-hmm. All of the, the little, Hobbitses. All the Hobbitses. Right. Are going to be at MegaCon in Orlando. Oh, mama. You want to go see some Hobbitses? <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't really have any interest in meeting celebrities at these Comic-Con things. Right. Like, except for, like, Stan Lee would have been cool, you know? But they have... Uh, Martin Cove and Billy Zapka from Karate Kid. The one time I saw Stan Lee at Megacon, it was very oh, no. sad. Oh. Yeah. They just wheeled him out there, and it seemed like he didn't want to be there, and they just started asking questions. Uh. They have all the uh, members of the Trailer Park Boys. Oh. Uh, they have Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, Jeff Anderson, and all of the uh, Clerks cast. Wow. Yeah, they have John Cleese uh, from Monty Python. Yeah. Uh, I'm whipping through it here. They that's got, a uh, lot of big names. Is that it? Is that MegaCon's a big one? Yeah, I was say. probably the biggest one in Florida. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Um, they've got and a lot more nerdy ones. Like they got Star Trek people and uh, some other folks that you see at all the comic cons. But that's pretty good so yeah. far. I, I really, I would go to see the Lord of the Rings guys. I love those, and I love Elijah Wood since I was a kid. You really? Yeah. Well, he was in uh, one of the first movies I ever saw, Flipper. So ever since then, flipper, yeah, flipper. One of the flipper, they redid it. They show a picture at at the top of Jeff Goldblum. It doesn't. I don't see that oh. he's going to be there. But that would be. Cool. He's been there in the past. He has. Yeah, I love going to Megacon. I go every year. The first time I ever went there was by accident. We were spending like a week in Orlando. Joey was little. My wife wanted to chill out by the pool, and we were sick of the pool. So I read that Megacon was there. So me and Joey went. Yeah. Remember that was when we snuck into. Yep. Yeah. And because uh, the lines were. VIP was sold out. The lines were too long. We just walked in. You can't awesome. sneak in anymore. No. Yeah. Because now they're, they're, your, the badges have like RF, 
are what are they? Oh the, yeah, chips in them. Yeah. So they scan them when you walk in. If you walk in without one, the siren goes off. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. But I'd like to. I'd like to do. We should make a plan to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely. Let's buy go. the VIP yeah, ones yeah. now. I'll address as Gollum. You, oh, we have to dress up. Oh, yeah, I'm down, yeah. yeah. Totally am. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, when we had uh, Leigh in here from uh, Trailer Park Boys, I didn't watch it. Like, I had seen maybe just a little bit of it. Right. And now I've watched them all and a million times and stuff. Man, I wish I would have uh, watched it before he came in here. He's you know, dead now, isn't he? he yeah, died? he died. Yeah. yeah, he died. Right after the show, we kill people. Yep. <laughs> he was great, though. Remember? He was, he was great best. on the show. And yeah. I mean, on Trailer Park Boys, he's so, so funny. So funny. Such a great, drunk, crazy. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we want to get? Do we want to get the four-day? We don't need to go four days, right? We need nah. to go one day. Yeah. Yeah, we could probably knock everything you want out in one day, for sure. And then we want, and we want like, I want, I want whatever we have to get where we don't have to wait in line. Yeah, yeah. Whatever premium package it is, I don't want to wait in line. I'm in. All right, do the research. Okay, I'm, I'm, on. I'm on it. Thank you. Get it together. Whoa, I hear you typing yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. I'm not kidding. Fancy Puerto Rican fingers over there. <laughs> what? Uh, I may be getting a new job, guys. <gasps> oh, we'll miss you. The Aww. emotional support animal company Petable is looking for someone to watch six feel-good dog movies for $1,000. Woohoo! Ching, ching. I'm going to be buying all the gas. Uh, the only catch is the person must write a 1,000-word review that includes a ranking of each movie so they can post it on their blog. I can do that. No problem. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just write dog 900 times. I, I think Joe's got your job already taken care of. Yeah? I got both my puppies in here today because my wife, the kids don't have school today, so my wife gets to sleep. I took them in here so they wouldn't bother her. And uh, they love Joe. Yeah, Why no really school? Because President's Day? Yeah, right? What? We should be off, right, Carmen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I was in the text last night. This to is see crap. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't, because I would have been like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, are you sure your dogs aren't just over by him because they think he's going to die soon? Or I think so. Yeah. Does he have candy hospital? in his pocket? Yeah. Mm, I got Werther's originals. Do you got Werther's or snossages yeah. in your pocket? Joe likes us to chew on a little dog snack every once in a while. <laughs> Gets he right. That's how he gets all his vitamins. With Growing after the weed. Mm. Uh. Oh, and Mabel just stands next to him like, uh, like I don't know. It's crazy. He's some sort of lord. Yeah. Like she's ready, ready yeah. to defend. Yeah. Oh. I like it. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have hired Brian Flores, mm. uh, who is suing the NFL over alleged racist hiring practices as a defensive assistant. The team announced it on Saturday. Flores, who is 40, was fired from the Miami Dolphins in January after three seasons with the team. He filed a class action suit against the National Football League and three of its teams on February 1st, citing discriminatory hiring practices. Still going through with it. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't like it. It's a distraction. It's just uh, yeah. going to be the, the whole story this season. Him and blah, blah, blah. I don't like it. Steelers, bad move. Bad move. Yeah. I mean, he's a good well, coach, but. The next move they do is hire, hire uh, Jameis, so. Nope. Uh, that's, that's totally happening. <laughs> you want to bet on it? No. I didn't think yeah. so. But did, did it, in the Vegas odds, he's like third behind wow. Aaron Rodgers and uh, the guy they got now, Rudolph. You hear what they're saying about Aaron Rodgers? A trade with uh, Dallas for Dak Prescott? Yeah, I mean, you imagine Aaron Rodgers in Dallas. I'd be, I can't even picture that. I don't see the Packers letting him go to an NFC team, though. Uh, I don't know. They don't want to have to go. Get, I mean, I listen. I'm always wrong. In you these also things. don't yeah. want you, you don't want that <laughs> but poison. Mo- mo- most teams do not want to like with, when Brett Favre was leaving the Packers. Like they refused to trade him to the Vikings where he wanted to go because they right. don't want nobody wants to trade their franchise quarterback to a team within their division. Yeah. Well, he got there. He got, he, got to, he got to the Vikings. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to buy a Jameis Pittsburgh Steelers jersey the minute he signs. They won't make it. They don't it's, make it's it. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> they won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's not happening. It's going to be awesome. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Sticking with football, a former NFL player, Jake uh, Thieneman, who is not like a big name or anything like that, but he reveals how much water boys are paid on average and why. What do you think a water boy in the NFL makes? I don't even realize that there are water boys. I yeah. just assumed that was equipment guys. Like 60,000. Yeah, I would say 60. 60? Yeah, 40. 40? 70,000. I, I like that you said thousand, so I didn't <laughs> 70 yeah, bucks. 70 bucks. 50 okay. bucks per game. Uh, here he is talking about it. Take a listen to this. How much do NFL water boys get paid? So NFL water boys make, on average, $53,000 per year, plus other perks like gear, travel, and getting to hang out with players. Now, there's a misconception that these people just hand out water and towels, and while that's what you see on game day, that's not the whole truth. These are trainers on the athletic training staff. Most of them have athletic training degrees or PT degrees, and they're learning the craft of treating players' injuries and helping guys stay healthy. They tape guys up, provide other treatments before and after games, and throughout the week. So look at this more as an apprenticeship to learn the craft instead of just squirting water bottles. Right. So they're getting fifty three thousand yeah. a year, but they're also learning all this stuff, and then they move up. You yeah, know. They're on the medical staff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I. You know. I'll give you that. That they are. They're helping the athletes more than you probably understand. Um, but I always just assume they were part of the just like the, the equipment guys. Yeah. I, mean, like, I didn't know there was a specific no. guy with water. I mean, hydration is well, you see them very important. with the bottles that mm-hmm. go squirting in their mouth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they, like, run around so on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Do the ball boys <laughs> have other duties? What? Do the ball boys have you other duties? You would want to know about the ball boys, I just you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume they're with the equipment staff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have a concert announcement for you guys. <gasps> oh, I love concert announcements. Uh, this is a pretty good one, too. Yellow. <laughs> Sticks. Mario Speedwagon and Loverboy wow. are all coming to the Florida Amphitheater Saturday, June 18th. Saturday night. That's nice. I would totally go Sticks, see this. Loverboy and Farner. Ario Speedwagon. Stakes, Ario Speedwagon, and Loverboy. In. I'd yeah, right? In. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a Saturday night, too. Ooh. I am excited about this weekend seeing Brett Michaels. Yeah. My wife said to me, why are you excited about seeing Warren? Janie Lane's dead. And I'm like, because it's not really just Janie Lane. It's the songs. And if you squint your eyes, the guy kind of looks like Janie Lane would look like now anyway. And actually, the new guy's a better singer. singer, singer, (laughs) So um, I am going to go to that. I don't know if I'm going to stay for Brett Michaels' whole show, but I will be there for uh, Warren for sure. Don't tell Brett Michaels. I like him, but it's enough. You know what, Tom? Want to go see them? Carmen, I bet you Chad would want to go see him because the bass player probably took his eyebrows to make Wait, his eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of eyebrows. Yeah, Jerry, Dixon. Jerry Dixon, yeah, he's got some <laughs> serious eyebrows. Yep. Chad has eyebrows. Uh, oh, totally, for sure. You talk to Jerry Dixon. That's eyebrows. That's some yeah. serious eyebrows. Uh, Alec Baldwin may not have pulled the trigger. On the gun that killed the uh, cinematographer, the DA says it's possible that you can pull the hammer partway back 
and let it go, and the gun can still fire. Right. You, you yeah. just cock the hammer back and let it go. Yeah. Like, usually if you have a revolver and you pull the hammer back all the way, it'll click open, and then you have right. to pull the trigger to shoot it. But if you just half cock it, it'll go. Yeah. Right. That's why you see those uh, speed shooters where they're just hitting the yeah. hammer. They're yeah. just pow, yeah. pow, 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 shooting like that. So, I don't know whether that's going to be their defense. We'll see what happens. But still, that's a gun safety issue because if you take any type of gun course, the first thing they tell you... Don't point it. Well, not only don't point it, but if you're holding a revolver and you cock it all the way back, that's basically like the safety is on at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't do that, it's ready to fire. I still think the bigger issue is that live ammo was on the set to begin with. Unbelievable to me that 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 has happened. the biggest thing. Not only that, I still think that, that Alec Baldwin was set up. I still yeah. think he was set totally up because yeah. he's such an anti-gun guy. I mean, because of that, why was there live ammo on the It set? seems like he does have a lot of enemies. Well, well he's said- also a very big anti-gun guy. Yeah. So the gun people are like, I'll show you. The excuse that they're saying is why there was live ammo is because they were doing a target practice on yeah. uh, on the property. Should have been doing it on the yeah, property. Right. It it's unbelievable. Why? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I was in a movie once, and they fired a gun, and I was very nervous. Tell me about it. I was very nervous. Yeah. First time I went to the range, I was like, we could leave. It was too loud. <laughs> I didn't like it. And yeah, uh, look, um, you you have to you have to be familiar with gun safety. They tell you don't put your finger on the trigger. And if you're in a movie though, and your job is to pull the trigger, what are you supposed to do? You trust the people who are can do their job to their job. I don't know. I, I I'm. I like Alec Baldwin as an actor. I think he's a pompous fool, and and other times. But I don't, I don't think that he meant to kill that woman, and I think yeah. it was an accident. And he should be the last one to blame because he didn't have anything to do with the gun or the ammo. And I don't know. He still shouldn't point it at people. No. But did he act? But was he like? Was she standing there? And was he like? Does this look right? Like you know what I mean? Or was he, or was it like just a complete accident? And he was like getting ready for the scene and like turning. Well, no, I or think he was pointing at the camera, and they yeah, were behind yeah. the camera. Is the problem? Well, they're they were idiots. The Don't be behind yeah, the that's, camera. That's another yeah. thing. That's too, the movie. Sure. If you know the scene and you right. know he's going to be pointing at the camera, yeah. you shouldn't be stand near the over camera. to the side looking at the yeah. monitor. Right. You know. I don't know. I I feel bad for that, those people's families. They're suing the hell out of him yeah. mm-hmm. as a producer and as the murderer, so they're going to get some bank. Uh, Courtney Cox, she admits that she did too much stuff to her face in effort to stay young-looking. She said, quote, I uh, didn't realize that, oh, crap, I'm actually looking really strange with injections yeah. and no doing friends? stuff with to my face I would never do now, but there's a before and after. Look how weird she looks. Yeah. Oh. No friends will tell you that. Right. You know, like uh, my wife gets uh, some filler every once in a while, a little Botox, a lip injection, but she's always like, listen, if this looks too much, you got to tell me. She's so got like, pulled back Joan Rivers' face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if she's like, I'm going in to get a little facelift or do whatever, and then she comes out and she's got all that, what do you Which do? Which is but- why I don't want to do my butthole eyes. Go you know, back. Dr. D's like, they could do your eyes. They could fix your butthole eyes. I'm like, yeah, but how different do I look? You're like, yeah, you look a little dirty. Yeah, I don't want that. But also, just... she's kind of known for being a little bitchy. Yeah. So really? I, yeah, so I doubt that anyone would want to tell her because you'd probably rely on, like, your assistant but or someone. Friend, like, I, I need a friend. Galvin will tell me. Yeah. Galvin told yeah. me I had bad breath one time. Mm-hmm. That was but, nice of him. But also, the problem is she probably got all this work done at once. So it was like, once it happened, it was too late to be like, hey, stop doing stuff. It was. Uh, like, mm. <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Which, su- which that, that sucks, but I mean, you know, you just got to do it slowly. If you're going to get work done, do just your lips or yeah. do just a little Botox. You don't need to fix everything at once. Uh, yeah. Because when that's- you're trying to still get cast as the hot chick in movies and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. You're trying to keep up with, you know, that's what you got to do. Yeah, but you know what? She's 57. At yeah. some point, but being you're not going to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you just have to be your age. Like Meryl Streep. She's oh, the best gorgeous. example of just a woman who has embraced her age and let just. Let go. And, well, no, not let it go. <laughs> she looked great in the Devil's Prada. Meryl Streep. Yeah, she does. Look, yeah. Helen Mirren, too. But, I mean, they've embraced their age, and instead of trying to be the young girl in every movie, they've accepted that they're aging and they've taken. On the mom role or the grandma they, role, and it's... they can't all be Jennifer Lopez, yeah, or Jennifer Aniston. No, she's even getting there now. Yeah, she's Jennifer Aniston looks weird. Or yeah. John Stamos. Uh, John, John Stamos is just gorgeous. Or Galvin's yeah. dad. Yeah, or, oh, they all got vampire blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the thirtieth anniversary reunion special of. <sighs> Is going to be airing on BET Plus later this year. It'll include all the uh, original members: Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell, Carl Anthony Payne the second. They're all going to be on there, and more unannounced guests as well. I got to tell you, Martin used to be really funny. Yeah, yeah it, it was. I used to love that show when he when he thought he won the lottery. <laughs> he thought he won the lottery, and he was so excited. And he was in the diner, and he started doing a dance, and he ran over to somebody's table and drank their drink out of the straw, <laughs> yeah. and like started dancing. Oh yeah. my god, Martin Lawrence used to be really, really funny, man. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't ever watch Martin. Oh really? I've, yeah. seen, I've yeah. seen an episode or two, but I never was like into it. I think Martin Lawrence is funny. I like yeah. that he yeah. talks. He makes me laugh. But you know. he was really Botoxed up in the uh, third Bad Boys movie that just came yeah. out oh, a yeah. year or two ago. Yeah, yeah. I never really saw it. Didn't watch that. It was all right. I wanted to watch. It. I love those movies. Uh, so someone did a pretty impressive research to uh, determine how hefty Norm from Cheers, his bar tab, would have been on <laughs> Cheers. Uh, there's a lot of speculation involved, but the final tally was how much do you think? So all the years that Cheers was on and Norm would go and put it on my tab, put it on my tab. What do you think he owed at the end? How many years was it on? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's say... I couldn't even forget Eight or nine Maybe seasons? Ten. Yeah. No, it would be more than that. Probably. Let's say ten. Let's say Cheers was on for uh, 93 to... or I mean, 82 to 93. So, 11 years. 11 years? Yeah. So, and that's Norm is in there. Let's just say he's in there... Um, every day. Not every day. Let's say... <laughs> Let's say four days, just okay. an average, okay? All right. So that's, that's uh, four days Working times the day. 52. Now, now think of this. He was drinking draft beer. Draft beer yeah. is not super expensive. Times, I say normally $686,000. Okay. Any other guesses? Ooh, I will guess low. I'll say... Hundred fifty thousand dollars. Hundred fifty. Yeah, I will say sixty thousand dollars. Sixty grand. Oh, real, real low. I'll say seven hundred. Seven hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred. They say the final tally was one hundred twenty-four thousand four hundred six dollars and ninety cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, not too much. Yeah. You got a tip on that, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but also they must be giving them a good good deal. Yeah, they're yeah, giving them yeah. a norm deal. But also draft beer, it's like Galvin right. said, not it's like super expensive. two, three, three bucks. bucks. Yeah. Right. I mean, you get a pitcher, you know, really. Yeah. He should, if he was smart, he would have been drinking pitchers. That, a pitcher's eight, <laughs> and that's four cups. Yeah. Seems like he's drinking a lot less than we assumed he was. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. Eh, just a lot of hanging out and BSing and doing yeah. all that stuff. So. Yeah. Hey, norm, pay your tab. Let me get this one for you, Nami. Yeah. Uh, no. We have not had too many deaths on the celebrity death pool, which is crazy because the year started out like uh, 
gangbusters and then kind of fell off. This person I do not know, but maybe you guys may know, Lindsay Perlman. She's from General Hospital, and she was on uh, Chicago Justice also. She was found dead in her car after being reported missing in L.A. Yeah. Uh, she was 43 years old. The body of the 43-year-old was found Friday at the base of the uh, Runyon Canyon Park in Hollywood there, which is a popular hike- hiking spot. Her body was discovered inside a car. The cause of death has not been released. But Saturday, her sister said on Twitter, quote, please know that you, ne- you are never truly alone, as she posted the phone number to the National Suicide Hotline. Yeah, I saw the woman's picture. I didn't recognize her as an actress. Yeah, but- I don't recognize her either, but... Uh, Joe still has a picture of Courtney Cox up on Bone <laughs> TV, so maybe, maybe that'll ha- help some people that are out there. <laughs> Take care of the dog, Joe. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mike, you may already know this, uh, but I'm sure you're excited for it. The Undertaker will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. About time. Uh, the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony will take place on Friday, April 1st at the American Airlines Center in Dallas as part of WrestleMania Week. The event will stream live exclusively on Peacock in the U.S. and uh, WWE Network everywhere else. In addition, for the first time in history, WWE will present both Friday Night SmackDown and the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame ceremony live on the same night at the American Airlines Center, giving all the fans in attendance an unprecedented opportunity to witness both events for one price. Uh, tickets for the special two-for-one SmackDown plus Hall of Fame go on sale this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Uh, for Ticketmaster, and you can get a special pre-sale tickets uh, now with special promo code dot com. I'm holding out until Knobs gets in. Yeah. Yep. Well, they did they announce everyone or did they just announce so far it's Undertaker? All yeah. I know is Undertaker. Yeah, right. it's like a slow roll. They every couple weeks they announce somebody else. Gotcha. Do you think Knobs will get in this year? No. No. They should have done it. What it was, was in Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. It just made so much sense. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't uh, understand anything they do. So finally, in news, the pizza app Slice. Does anybody use that? By the way. I do not. I signed up for it uh, the other day because I was going to get some pizza from a place, and they were like, you know, order off a slice. So I was like, yeah, all right, check it out. I don't know whether it's worth it or not. But uh, the uh, Pizza App Slice has a rundown of the most popular pizzas in each state, okay? And the Hawaiian pizza is number one in four states, strangely. Hawaii is not one of them. (laughs) Uh, The four states that order Hawaiian pizza more than anything else are Oregon, North Dakota, Missouri, and Ohio. North Dakota? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What do you think is number one in Hawaii? Spam. Uh, It's funny because it doesn't actually say... This is kind of weird because it's not what is on the pizza. Okay. It's the actual pizza. They say thin crust. Okay. Thin crust pizza is the number one in Hawaii. I like thin crust pizza. Me too. Me too. Uh, The most popular type of pizza overall. So not the topping, but the style of pizza. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So square. New York. Yeah. Uh, New York style, you say? Yeah. Uh, Any other guesses? Most popular overall. Pan, deep dish, no. Tan tossed. Uh, you're kind of close with pan, though, really, uh, is a Sicilian pizza, oh, which yeah. is kind of the square, yeah. thicker the crust. Square, yeah. yeah, like that. Uh, it's the most popular in New York, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Delaware, West Virginia, here in Florida, uh, Nevada, Arizona, and New Mexico. Next, uh, Spanish is deep dish. Yeah. Not surprisingly, big in Illinois. Also, uh, number one in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, Georgia, Maine, and Alaska. Seven states went with the veggie pizza. 
California, no. Washington, Montana, Idaho, Mississippi, Vermont, Nebraska. I love a good veggie pizza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Just no broccoli. I don't like when people put broccoli on the oh, pizza. Oh, wow. But I've it, never had broccoli on a pizza. I like a big, fat, thick pepperoni. Yeah, oh, me too. No. Sausage Olives and mushrooms. And mushrooms. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm all over the place when it comes to pizza. Like, I enjoy just uh, sausage, I mean, not a uh, mushroom, onion, and tomato. Yeah. Like, that's really good. But then all, other times I'll be like, yeah, I want all this. I want this crazy stuff. I hate green peppers, but sometimes like it on a pizza. Oh, I yeah, love I don't green know peppers. Good on pizza. If if, uh, if you gave me a pizza and you were like, "Taste is a good, yeah, baby foot," I'd be like, "Oh, you know. right." You could print. Baby you could foot. put most anything on a pizza, and it's still pretty good because it's yeah. a pizza. My you daughter I mean? and I went to Target the other night uh, on Friday night, and we got. Um, Frozen pizzas. Mm. I got her a Quest frozen pizza. Do you know what that is? No. Yeah, Quest makes the uh, cookies. They make the shakes and everything. It's a real yeah. low it carb, low sugar. Low carb, high fiber pizza. Yeah. And I just grabbed it by accident because it was just a small thin crust cheese pizza. My wife's like, why'd you get her a Quest pizza? I go, I don't know, but don't say anything. <laughs> right. So just let her eat it. She'll eat it and be fine. She ate it. No problem. Delicious. Sure. And then I got a California pizza kitchen uh, barbecue pizza. And uh, thin crust barbecue pizza, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, I, pizza's pizza. I took a page out of Carmen's book. She was talking about hot sausage with a little honey drizzle. And there's a place Carmen by me called the Pizza Box, and they do that kind of pizza. And I got it, and it was really good. One thing really I learned: good. the worst thing to do when you're on a diet is talk about the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, Spanish, I'm going to have to get up with you because uh, uh, Thomas P's bringing in the oh, uh, yeah, pizza yeah. on Friday, so we'll have to coordinate everything. Oh. Last last uh, night we were. Uh, when I was playing basketball, when the pork and roll were making their debut, uh, they were all getting food from Thomas P's. Oh, uh, yeah? Well. yeah? Yeah, they yeah. love that place. Oh, I I'm ordering you. breakfast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, let me go grab a couple of these phone well, calls. Well, I'm not done with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. So, uh, seven, seven other uh, love the Supreme pizza, which brings in green peppers, of course. Supreme has all the meats and yeah. veggies and all that love kind of it. stuff. Uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, and Wyoming. And only one state had meat lovers. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I'm a meat lover fan. Yeah, yeah meat lovers. I don't, I, like mean, how, mm-hmm. I don't like ham, but you put it on a pizza and so I'll eat good, it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, Canadian bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is very similar to ham. Yes. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That is it for news. Uh, let's go to Mike on line one. Mike, good morning. You're on the Mike Calvin Show. What's up, buddy? Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. What's up? I got a gardening idea for you since you're doing all this gardening now. I love the gardening tips. What do you got for me, sir? Go green thumb Mikey here. <laughs> you can uh, You can grow your own cucumbers and make your own pickles. This is true. I could I could uh, do my own my own circle of food. Grow the cucumber, then pickle them, yeah. and then sell pizza pick- for oh, the I- first time in your life. <laughs> well, we did. We were on hiatus because of COVID. For the yeah. first time uh, in your yeah. life, yeah, that's not true. you could actually. Uh, let's go to Lee. Lee, good morning. You're on the Mike Calvin Show. What's up, Lee? Hey, good morning, Mike. How are you? Good, sir. Hey, you're a gun guy, so when you guys were talking about the rush shooting, so do you have any revolvers, or are you just all automatic, semi-automatics? <laughs> no, I have some revolvers. Okay. There's three detents in the hammer, so if you pull back the first detent, it'll it'll drop, and right. it will not fire the shell. Second detent, it locks, and you cannot pull the trigger. Third detent, you got to pull the trigger for it to drop, so... He but have you ever, have, but Lee, have you ever even, you know, with or without ammo and it go to pull back the hammer and slip out of your finger? 
Yeah, but that's on the first deep cast. There's not enough pressure to fire the shell on the first deep cast. Yeah, so but if you're, think, you're think about the features. think about the kind of gun that they're dealing with. They're on a they're on a, it's supposed to be an antique old western revolver. Uh, you don't really know what kind of gun it's based off of, and if you pull that hammer back with just enough pressure to where before it stops, before it clicks, but you let it go by accident, slips through your finger, and it bangs the back of that bullet that's not supposed to be in there, and that sets it off. Plus, I think they said there was some sort of projectile in there that it wasn't necessarily the uh, the bullet that there was a projectile inside the gun. So I don't I don't I know what you're yeah. saying. It makes it almost virtually impossible to accidentally fire that hammer back by accident, but it is possible in some in some aspects. Right, cuz uh, someone made a comment about the speed shooters that all they do is just is slam the hammer. Um, right. that when they're doing that, their fingers fully depressing the trigger to do that. So they're pulling it their hand yeah. with their hand really fast and then still triggering at the same time. No, so what you do is you pull the gun out and just keep the, the trigger fully pulled back. Oh, oh gotcha, I got it. Gotcha. Yeah. That's how I do it. So, so you make your own automatic yeah. weapon. I got gotcha. you. Okay, thank you, Lee. I appreciate the heads up. <laughs> All right. See ya. Yeah, I mean, look, I, there's a lot of things that they're going to have to look at to try and figure out what's going on. There's a lot of questions as to why the why it was loaded, why it was pointed, why it was all that, and they'll look at it all, and there'll be other accidents, so yeah. we'll see. All right, we must take a break. We have a lot of things to give away. Uh, KP Burke, very funny comedian, is going to be here at the top of the hour. Uh, when we come back, maybe we could play a little Who's Tweet. We haven't done that in oh, a while. All right. all right. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. You know, mortgage rates continue to remain incredibly low. But will they stay at this level throughout the year? Not likely. In fact, they're expected to rise in the coming weeks. So every day that passes, you know what's going to happen. We're at the risk of seeing higher rates, and it's going to cost you money. So please, find out what your options are. You can get a free mortgage review, absolutely free, no pressure, no nothing. Uh, all you need to do is call American Financing. They're our farthest home for home loans. And you can lock yourself into a lower rate and potentially save yourself up to ten. I'm sorry, up to a thousand dollars a month, and that's twelve thousand dollars a year. And you can think of how much uh, that can help. And then give American Financing a call because there is no pressure, there's no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. Just a simple conversation about ways that you could save uh, without starting your term over. That's right. You could choose any term, ten years and over, so you're not wasting your hard-earned money on years that you don't need. You get pre-qualified for free when you call eight one three nine zero six twenty sixty. That's eight one three. 906-2060 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. You can get the information there and know that they're salary-based. So they're not trying to get you to to lock in so they can sell you something so they can make money. You just go and have a simple conversation with them and they tell you whether it works for you, whether it not works for you. You can get a lower rate. You can lock it in and do it before the rates rise. Call them today. 10-minute conversation. You can start saving money. It's 813-906-2060 or AmericanFinancing.net NMLS 182-334 NMLS Consumer Access Dot org. We will take a break. 